Hi, it's me, Bamp, and welcome to the podcast. This podcast will be split into two parts like normal. First part, we're going to talk about Warframe and give you guys updates on that. Second part, we're going to be talking about other games. Magic the Gathering in particular this time. Yes, I am a Magic the Gathering fan. There's stuff going afoot in Magic the Gathering. Some things I like, some things I don't like. But let's get into Warframe because Warframe's the first part. Okay, so. Okay, so Warframe is getting bit of update. We just got Titania Prime not too long ago on all platforms. Scarlet Spear Armor, I was a bit disappointed that it didn't launch on all platforms at the same time, but A, I think I just got used to it stuff launching on all platforms at the same time that I forgot how it used to be that we would have to wait I mean a long time ago it was like a good three weeks to a month even before console got the same got an update on PC and we were still like a good two weeks behind but that changed but because of recent events it's totally understandable that things are slowly reverting back that way and you know because then the the de then the the cert process um for those of you guys that don't know cert stands for certification uh, basically microsoft for xbox PlayStation, um sony for playstation and nintendo for the nintendo switch they all have to check to make sure everything is fine with their respective platform, the game running on there. They don't look for just bugs within the game in general. They look for things that could like brick the console. Yeah, because something that just crashes the game on PC might not necessarily brick the console. But things that you know crash games on the console may break the console and it also looks bad for on microsoft sony or nintendo's end which is never a good thing and for those of you guys that don't know what brick means it basically <laughs> It's a very archaic term. It means brick as in, you know, a brick, you know, useless as a brick, a paperweight. That's what it means. The term, I don't know where it came from, but people started using it and that's just what it means. Brick as in it's just a paperweight. It's just a fancy paperweight and you never want your console to be a fancy paperweight unless you have like old generation lying around 
Maybe you'll have like just a PS2 or an Xbox 360 Halo Edition lying somewhere and you're just like, hey, I have the Halo Edition paperweight. But yeah, okay. So yeah, all that's happening. DE are doing streams from home and whatnot. They don't have the fancy setup. But they're still doing their jobs the best they can. Devs are presumably doing a lot of stuff behind the scenes. Unfortunately, they can't be as transparent with us as they have been in the past for reasons, of course. And yeah, that's really all the Warframe news is actually the Warframe um, section of this podcast might actually be a little shorter because I don't want to try to force minutes. Warframe news, Warframe, okay. So I guess I can explain a little bit what they're doing with Scarlet Spear on PC. They are making it so you get more um, codes and stuff. They also changed it to five weeks. So it's going to be five weeks on console as well. All the changes are going to be on console. Apparently, Rare and Legendary Arcanes all will be available. Oh, okay. Okay. Okay, but we already knew that, that you could actually, you know, get all the arcanes. I don't know how much they are offhand or how easy or hard it is to get stuff. I hope it's not too much because I need to get a complete a full set of arcane grace. I used to have one till they up. The arcane ness. Now I don't. But yeah. That's about it on the Warframe side. So I guess we'll just begin the second part of it. Okay. And now we are here with the second part of the podcast. When I talk about Magic the Gathering. Okay. So first of all, a lot of, a surprising number of people at DE actually like Magic the Gathering, especially Rebecca, which is also the voice of Lotus, in case you didn't know. I know, spoiler alert. But, yeah, and the reason I bring up Magic the Gathering, because they're about to release a new let's call no set a pack set um called Ikoya um wait something Ikoya a behemoth Ikoya layer of behemoths I always forget what it is and they're introducing quite a few mechanics with Ikoya um but not everyone is happy about the new mechanics. Okay, I'll go over the new mechanics as well as mention 
why people aren't happy about it. Okay. So, um, mutate is a new mechanic. It reminds me a lot of imprint, but I've talked to some other people and they said that mutate is actually an unhinged or unglued mechanic, which for those of you guys that don't know, unhinged or unglued cards are cards that aren't tournament legal, they're not standard legal, they're just a bit of fun, you know, a bit of fun, like some cards maybe you'll get plus two plus one every time an opponent says a chosen word, um, so on so forth, stuff like that. Counter, target spell, and let this controller pay two and a half mana. You know, just crazy, wacky stuff like that. Just for fun cards. Making, sort of poking fun at Magic the Gathering in general. Which, I love those kind of cards, honestly. But a lot of people are saying mutate mechanic is from there and they don't know if they like it. But I'll let you guys decide. So, here's what the mutate mechanic is. Um, you can either just summon the creature straight out like normal, or you can pay it mutate cost instead of summoning it which will let you put it on the top or a bottom of target non-human creature you control. So basically what will happen is if you put it on the top or the bottom, that creature will then, say you put it on the bottom, that creature on top will gain all the abilities of the mutate creature you put on the bottom but it will keep the creature on the top will keep the attack and defense so technically in theory you could have like and you could keep mutating so in theory you could have like one monster you could have like a one one insane one one if you want a one one with trample and most of these mutate cards have cards that have effects that give you more per when they're mutated. So that's going to be interesting to see to me. I'm going to have to get used to the mechanic. It's going to be kind of annoying. But at the same time, I'm not sure if people are even going to use it much. I say that because that's so much board wipe in Magic the Gathering stuff rarely stays on the field these days for more than one or two turns. Back in my day, I had this real good Microsense Golem, Microsense Lattice combo. It was, it was pretty like invincible, indestructible, whatnot. But anyway, moving on. So that's one of the new mechanics people are iffy about. Because some just think it's stupid altogether because some believe why would you spend all that time just pumping up one creature don't put all your eggs in one basket type mentality. Which is totally fair. But others are like, oh, 
that it's cool, we can like put an indestructible or hex proof and so on and so forth and make it super powerful. Which you could, so I'll be interested to see what happens. Flat format, if flat format is any indication, I am not sure what will happen because I thought Cat Oven Deck, which is familiar, Cat Oven, which is Oven Deck, would be no good anymore because all the graveyard hate that came with Thrust. I was wrong. I was completely and utterly wrong. It turns out people still use the Witches Oven decks just fine. And I do not know why, but hey, they use it, they use it, right? Okay. Now, another mechanic is, and this is another mechanic that I believe it's new. Some might say it's not, but I truly think it is new. And that is counter ability counters. Okay. Like that counters like this this one new card for example. It cuts six no, it cuts eight to play. It's an eight eight. It had depth touch, but it had the cycling ability, which they're bringing cycling back. That's always good. But its cycling ability is Tap three to cycle this card. Cycling, in case you don't know, lets you discard the card, then draw another one. But it has an ability on it that says, if this card was cycled, put a death touch counter on target creature you control. So you can give your own creatures death touch Counters, how you can give your own creature death touch. So, honestly, I think that is a pretty good card, if I'm being honest. There's also, an, there's also other counters out there. Like, for example, there's a new card with the set that says that when they enter the battlefield, you choose two different counters from among Menace, Death Touch, and Life Link, you know, to give to the creature you just summoned. So that's that good as well. There's also Trample as a counter. I don't know if there's a Haste counter, but I don't think there would be a Haste counter because Haste counter seems a bit redundant to me. That reach counters as well. Yeah, reach counters are a thing in the game. Overall, I don't hate that idea of counters. I think it will add an interesting mechanic to the game. I think, however, there will be... Um, because there are some cards in the game that say stuff like remove all counters from target creature or whatnot. And I'm assuming that counts the haste counter, I mean trample counter or what have you. Now counters in this game 
like I said, they're going to be interesting because you before you just had one one counters. Now you have trample counters, dead flying counters. Yeah, dead flying counters. And all that jazz. So that's actually interesting. Also to see death touch counter. You can literally just give a one one death touch chump lock with it and bada bing bada boom there you go so yeah that's pretty interesting that is pretty interesting indeed i think those are basically it the counter mechanic oh no one more mechanic and it is companion okay the companion mechanic apparently you start with a certain it has a prerequisite condition right once you meet that condition you can have it be your companion which means basically you can play it once from outside of the game now picture starting it in your opening hand without it being in your opening hand. So, yeah. That's actually, I think, pretty cool. It, like, adds a little flavor of Commander, which is another format in Magic the Gathering, without it being, like, full-on Commander, as it were, in Magic the Gathering. And I think that is very cool, actually. I know I said actually a lot, but I do think it really is cool. And I am excited for this set. And as you can probably tell, I'm a big Magic the Gathering fan. If you would like to catch more Magic the Gathering related videos and other videos you can check out my youtube channel called vamp plays just you can either go to youtube search vamp plays b-a-m-p space p-l-a-y-s or you can do youtube.com slash vamp plays b-a-m-p-l-a-y-s to get to my youtube channel vamp plays if you enjoy Magic the Gathering, you can check it out there. If you enjoy Warframe, of course, Warframe Madness, the place to be. Um, if you're on YouTube watching this, I'll leave a card. There will be a card top right-hand corner. Click the I as well as the link in the description below. And with all that said, I'll catch you guys in the future. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this podcast. Yes, I'm ending it now. I know it's a little bit on the light side of things, but I think it's actually about the length of most episodes. There just wasn't very much Warframe news, okay? So yeah, I'll talk to you guys in the future. Later!